Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Jake got a lovely message from somebody during the week who said they thought that my singing was improving. That's, that's good to know, isn't it? That's positive. That's I, very positive. Who was that? Uh, I can't remember their name, but they do exist. I'm going to find them, take a screenshot and put it up on the Up to 90 Instagram page. Do. I did make it. I dusted off the Instagram page last night and threw up an L update. Very muted colours, very, very subdued. But I did put up a thing to remind people that our book club is happening Friday week. Very oh, excited. yes. Julie's book club. Julie's book club. I'm getting my nerd on. And the lovely Louise O'Neill, who we love and adore, got in touch to say she'd be more than happy to send us the message. So an exclusive message from the lovely Louise O'Neill, who we really love. And that will all be part of our amazing book club, which is happening Friday week. Wine is encouraged, but also optional. So if you're teetotal, if you don't fancy a beverage, no problem. So will I just like sit in the back of the class drinking? I think we're just going to have, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to mute your screen. Yeah, do. And we'll just see Emma Dorn. No, just, just put and me I'll on try mute. to exclude, I'll just mute you. I think the visual should be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it really will be like me trying to teach a class and Emma down the back. Yeah, do. Let's do that then. But I am looking forward to it. And I think, Emma, it's time, for, it's time for us to do an extra episode. What do you think? Would we do that maybe this week? I had a thought. Yes. Oh. Um, I don't know what this work, actually. I don't know how it would work. I presume we will be able to watch the Harry and Meghan interview come Sunday. Yes, actually, I had a WhatsApp message about it there. Let me just refer to it. So if we if we watched it on um, that night, okay. we'd be watching it at one o'clock in the morning. On uh, I was I was going to suggest maybe watching it or maybe watching it and then having a live episode to dissect maybe on the Monday or the Tuesday, maybe the Monday. Oh, yeah. This the interview will air. This is courtesy of who wrote this in the WhatsApp group? Alva Mooney. Credit where credit's due, Alva. The interview will air on CBS in the US on Sunday at 8 ET or 1 a.m. Irish time. This side of the pond, ITV have paid big money for the rights and it will air at 8 p.m. next Monday on ITV. Oh, 
okay. So maybe. So maybe well, just double check that, but. Let's double check, but I think it'll be fun to do an extra episode on that. Yeah, let's let's do it like maybe straight after we've watched it or something. When it's fresh. And no time to digest. No yeah, time to overanalyze. Time. Yeah. Just a straight up immediate aftermath and just whack it up. So we'll do that as our extra episode. And then we have our mm. book club down the following Friday. Cannot wait for the Harry and Meghan interview. I mean, those trailers. Wow. I know, but it's funny. I haven't, and I don't know why. I don't know what the missing link is. I don't know what it is, but there's something. I don't know what it is. I'm not as invested in them as I once was. I don't know whether it's because they're not officially royal anymore. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is a bit of that because they, I mean, they have distanced themselves from the whole thing. Now, I would be more interested to see them than Wills and Kate. Oh, I mean, come on. What's Kate going to confess to? Secret baking? I think with I think with Harry and Meghan, I definitely say let's do. I'd be definitely penciling in a Friday night with them. But I think for Kate and Wills, we just would grab a quick coffee. And it's been a quick coffee that we've Very been trying. We've been trying, trying to find the time to have for like about fucking nine months and you know what you'd meet them for the coffee and you'd take the lead you'd be in the queue and you'd say can I just get um I'll just get a flat white with oat milk and actually can I get it in a takeaway cup because that's <laughs> that would be the vibe a coffee on the go is the vibe but like I mean Harry and Megan I'm getting tapas yeah defo oh my god that's just when you said about the flat white I remember when it was my um, birthday, oh yeah, it was my birthday after I'd had Ella and my mom was like, no, you should go out, go out. Like, you know, you should go out, you go out for your birthday. And I was like, okay. And I went somewhere like, just like local, like literally like, you know, for a couple of hours and a couple of uh, mates came along, just asked a few people. And one, one of the fucking bestie mates, we're all getting a drink. And of course, like, I'm so out of the loop. I don't even like, I'm like, what is alcohol? And the mate pipes up and says, I'll just get a pint of water. Isn't that like the biggest thing? Oh. That's like saying this friendship is over. Do you know what? A friend of mine once, well, once upon a time like this happens on the regular, but a friend of mine rocked up to my 30th and ordered a glass of water and I still haven't moved past it like she did say she was on antibiotics but come on when they're weeding out the kidney infection it's done like it doesn't have Have to be alcohol but just like get a cup like something get something fizzy it's like look and I know people do this and it's fine but it's like whenever a friend of mine in the pub orders a pineapple juice just take the pregnancy test out of your clutch bag and throw it down with the tapas because the jig is up you've never drank pineapple juice in your life and now instead of ordering you could easily order a non-alcoholic beer keep us all guessing yes you're just straight up pineapple juice it's just stupid or do you ever go and meet uh do you ever go and meet someone for lunch or something or brunch but it's like, it's not a big brunch, just the two. I know exactly what 
me what you're going to say. Can I? I'd go love on, to guess. I'd it. love to guess what you're going to say, just to go test on. how in sync we are. But you go. I'm no, you I'll... you say it, and I'll tell you. No, I because then no, I want on. I want to be right so bad to prove that we really have morphed into the one person. Are you going to say when somebody when you're supposed to go for food and the person wraps up and then says I I've actually already eaten? Yeah. We're the same person. I love it. And it's always somebody who says that they've started getting fit. They're feeling really good. They can still eat what they want. It's absolutely cool. And then he's making a point. He's making a point. He's decided to do lunch and they're like, I'm actually, I'm not hungry. I've already eaten. And you're like, oh, okay. So it's this kind of fitness regime. Yeah, it's you really have such freedom on this. Yeah, it's, it's like, sorry. <laughs> if you were starting with disordered eating, the least you could have let, <laughs> least you could have just said is, let's go for a walk. I right, look, yeah, like let's, and then yeah, it's such a pain in the hole because and it happens to me. To... I'm not going to say let's go get a burger. I'm not going to meet you in Eddie Rockets and say, "I'll can I get the can I get the Caesar salad without the dressing, please?" I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Do you remember the one time we had an up to ninety World Damnation meeting over a curry? A curry. We went. We went to Neon on Camden Street, and you, <laughs> we were so child ones. We didn't really know how it worked. We that the chilies signified. I was probably locked by that point, was I? Oh, no, I don't think I was. No, I think you could have even been driving. It was a very sedate. Maybe, no, we probably... I we, driving. We did rock up to the laughter lounge after. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. So we must have had a couple. Like, that. we must... Yeah, we must have had a few on Oh, board. and you know, we only would have gone to the laughter lounge now because Granny would have dragged us down. I mean, we must have been fluted at that stage. Of course. Like, uh, but no, I... I'm really looking... <laughs> hey guys no do you know what it was talking about the comedian having the nap on the cage as he traveled for the gig from From scotland Scotland. (laughs) i'm right are you 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 come from australia new zealand have you been touring the world oh no it's just the ferry was it grand i'll just i'll just sit on this chair that drive from Belfast can really take it out of you. Jesus Christ. But we, so we went to Neon to discuss yeah. world domination because that was when we were still flirting with the idea of we can get a sponsor. Somebody will want to advertise <laughs> with us. And we couldn't, we we misread the menu. So you got the curry you got was, do you remember it had the three chilies beside it? And just the whole time as I was talking, you kept saying, I'm sorry, it just... Was yours hot? Was it just mine? Was it just mine? And then eventually I was like, what one did you get? And whatever name it was, it was like extra fiery, extra hot. <laughs> and you were there sweating. And I was saying, so maybe we could email that person or that. And you're like sweating. You're like, I'm sorry. It's just me. I need to step outside. Sorry. That was the last time we went for a curry. But we will go for what? curry again. I miss misordering on menus I was really but you know what it was though and I I I, you're like that's exactly what I did you start getting into business talk I'm sorry like this is very hot like oh is it so anyway moving on but it's very hot I was really looking forward to it and it just like yeah obviously it was hot because I know I covered that on the night as well but 
I don't mind hot, but it was just, it wasn't enjoyable. And I just, yeah, well, really, you did make if that... I'm hungry, <laughs> you, did you, make did that... re- you did make that point repeatedly on the night. I, I'm, you know, people, it's a real, for some reason, it's a real badge of honor that people were, I mean, I, I like it hot. Like I actually like the curry's extra spicy, but this is just not enjoyable. Like you kept I, making I just, that distinction. I just felt like if I kept saying it, like nicer food would appear. <laughs> That's what I thought would happen. I think eventually I was like, do you want me to get you a spring roll or something? You're like, no, no, look, don't mind me. It's not about the food, is it? We're here to talk business. Anyway, we head down to the laughter lounge because that's what we do all the time. So natural. Will we ask him if we can get some more water? Actually, do you know what? Shane and Ella slag me profusely about this, uh, this incident and I should never tell them about it. So... Back in the day when I used to work in Dundrum Shopping Centre in the community radio station up on the fifth, was it the fifth floor? I think it was the fifth floor, right? Dublin South FM, big shout out, 93.9. And every time we'd be coming home in a taxi after nine, I always say to the taxi driver, stick on 93.9 there. And I was like, because the thing at the time, it finished broadcasting at like, I don't know, fucking eight o'clock or something. Stick on, whatever, right? So I used to work in Dundrum and I used to uh, frequent BB's. I don't even know if it's still there, but I go to BB's and I get a cappuccino and a muffin. And my order was always a cappuccino and a chocolate, a chocolate, a chocolate, a chocolate chip muffin. So I get the coffee, I get the muffin and I go off about my business and I take a bite out of the muffin. And I'm like, I don't think that's chocolate chip. And then I take another bite out of it and I'm like, that's not chocolate chip, that's blueberry. And I brought it back and I was like, sorry, I asked for chocolate chips. Is that all right? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And I told them about this and they thought it was hysterical. Like they thought it was the funniest thing they ever heard in their lives. They're like, I can't believe you, you ate half of it and you brought it back. <laughs> and the fact that your man was like, yeah, no issue. <laughs> no issue. Can I just say, honestly, back in the day, though, I, I, I mean, I presume this is what, early noughties? Is this when you were getting your BBs on? Ah, uh, yeah, like this would have been late noughties. This is over 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, we were all rocking around with the cappuccinos and the, <laughs> the you know, this I was only saying this to my mom the other day. So not... every day, a cappuccino and a muffin. This is what I used to do. Now, it wasn't it wasn't in Dundrum at the time because I was getting the bus into work. I was working in this is after Dundrum, I think I was working in Satanta Sports. Right. So I used to leave my house. Now, I'd have already had a couple of smokes in the house, in the garage before I left. Right. So I would go out the door, step out the door. First thing I do, spark up. Right. I'd walk around to Circle K and get a cappuccino. And I get a chocolate muffin. And you know one of them filthy fucking chocolate muffins with the Nutella inside? Oh, that you need a knife, a knife and a fork and a fucking shower, right? So I get one of them. And not only when I get that, um, I make sure to get my bottle of Coke as well, right? Oh, Emma, stop This it. is true, right? So I'd walk across the road to the bus stop and I basically smoke at the bus stop until the bus came. 
And then I get on the bus and I'd have my cappuccino and my muffin and uh, my bottle of Coke. And then I go into Satanta, right? Just that, just even the sound <laughs> of fizz in the morning. Like back in the day when I used to be getting the bus into town and someone would sit beside me with their fuck off quadruple chocolate muffin. And then you just hear that. Fucking outrageous. This person is not going to have a good day. Because if this is how you're starting, it's all downhill from here. Like you're not going to. zero. It was like like full coke. (laughs) Of course Like you're not going to say come lunchtime, meet your mate. Do you know what I've already eaten? I'll just, I actually, my salads and yeah, I brought my own salad in today. So, oh my God. And then what I do is, right, I think this is like around the time when me and Shane first moved in together and I was trying to make all these dinners. I don't make any dinners now. Shane had to take over. He's like, you're a shit at this, right? So I'd make these dinners and I basically just would have seen what my mom made and then replicated that, but like for a family of five adults. So I'm there making this big, huge dinner. And Shane's not like a massive dinner person at all. And I was just like, but this isn't right. So what I do is I feel guilty about trying the food out. So I cram it all into a lunchbox and bring it to work. And I, I swear to God, Julie, I put it on a plate and work to put it in the microwave and it'd be a fucking mound, a fucking mound. <laughs> and what I'm would not... the dinner be like spuds and stuff? No. I'd say it might be like mashed potatoes and something else. Like it'd be proper fucking dinner or a big like a big fuck off spaghetti bolognese, right? And um I bring that into work. He'd up the shite out of it. Eat that. Probably saunter over to pennies. Then smoke my brains out going over to pennies. And I'd only have about... <laughs> I'd only have about... Between the walk there and the walk back, I'd only have... So I'd, I'd inhale the food. It was still stuck in my gut. I'd leg it over to pennies. And I probably only had about half an hour, 20 minutes in pennies given the walk. I'd pick up a load of shite in pennies, buy that get a bottle of coke on my way back as well I'd, I'd be nearly the 20 pack but nearly be gone at this stage and then I'd get on the bus might have a little snack on the bus and then I go home and make another fucking humongous dinner and repeat the whole thing again and then I remember like a few years ago when I was like god maybe I should kind of start eating healthy because I thought like I had IBS or something didn't have IBS it was just all the coke and the fucking muffins and I started <laughs> eating I started eating healthy because I actually don't want I actually quite like you know fruit and veg and all that it's just I you're wasn't a very healthy eater but like when we were kids it would have been all like fruit veg and all that it was just like you know the first time when you kind of have the ability to just buy whatever you want whatever food you want and, yeah but I mean, like, so I, I do have a sweet tooth, but my guts were in fucking bits. But I think in even bits. now, I say to myself, Gina, you could buy a packet of Jenny Babies and that could be your dinner. Like nobody mm. can stop you. I still have that mentality that I can't believe I can do that. So I usually do. Yeah, like I kind of just stay up, you know. It took me a while to get out of that thing of like just staying up because no I really, I don't. I don't miss that about being in the workplace and bringing in your dinner from the night before. So and it's degrading. Your it's so demeaning, but also it's the chat. So you're all at the microwave. You're, oh, that looks nice. Oh, yeah. And it's an operation transformation. Oh, is it? They've actually heard they've really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I find them great. I used to hate that actually. All or the comments. Somebody like, were you cooking? Yeah, yeah. Were you cooking? Yeah. I used to really hate all the comments on the food. I found it quite. 
That looks Invasive. nice. Oh, just what's, big what's it's that dumb. then? And you're like, well, I might tell you if you took your fucking finger out me lunch. Oh, and then oh, I look, I and after, I can remember one person saying to me, I had brought in a salad, and she looked and said, oh. oh I feel so cold even looking at that. <laughs> and I just smacked that bitch in the face. I was just going to say you would have knifed her only you had a fucking, <laughs> like... A knife! Tiny. A knife in a staff room. Forget it. You have to tie the knives down. The knives oh, are long gone. so annoying. Everyone's, you're when eating you your salad to with your spoon. You're eating a lasagna with a fucking spoon. With and a teaspoon. Yeah. All the cutlery's gone. You're saying, here we fucking go again. And then the porridge, the porridge is stuck to the bowls because some bastard hasn't scraped the porridge oats off the porridge bowl. No, the second you finish a bowl of porridge, you've got to, you've got to deal with that straight away. Now, Fred was gleeful. Why, why were we all using the same cutlery? It's absolutely disgusting when you think about it now, isn't it? But like, you'd be washing it out. Oh, jeez, I wouldn't have a problem going back to communal cutlery, would you? Is that like, where you're at now? I'm not a big germaphobe, but like, if I was in my maid's gaff, I wouldn't bring my own cup. But like, like in the office thing, I might bring my own cutlery. There's no dishwasher. There's no dishwasher. There's no dishwasher in your work. Not that I remember. Oh, there's there? have to be. Um, oh, there would have oh, to be. Oh, maybe there was. Jeez, well, no, so just no, imagine. No, Jim another Jim. place. <laughs> Jim Jim up to his elbows in the fairy bubbles. It no keeps going to the ads. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of another place I worked. What were you going to yeah. say about Fred there? Sorry. I, I know. There is a dishwasher. What am I it's talking an, about? It's a non story, but I had one of, I was having a giggle thinking back to when we were talking about rage cleans a few oh, episodes yeah. ago. So I was having quite the rage clean because mm. I just had a moment yesterday and the house was like a kick because we're painting two rooms at the moment. So I got very excited the other night when Fred and Ted thought, had gone to bed. I have to say, I thought it was crazy that you were painting your bedroom black. I know it's just my current mood at the moment well my auntie who we open a door who has you know obviously I do call her my slumlord but it's all in jest because she's a lovely landlady but you know the decor it was a bit it was quite millennium-esque so we despite we said you know what let's get rid of the red walls and we'll just do a nice white blah 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 so of course neither myself and Fred actually knew how to paint a gas. So Fred and Ted went to bed. We'd one room done and I got this mad fit. So I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get started on the sitting room. So then I quickly realised I could nick down the curtain pole. It was, look, the place was a disaster. When Fred woke up the next morning, he was like, what the fuck has gone on here? So the house is in complete state because now two rooms are currently under construction. And then in the midst of all this, last night, Fred was like, I'm going to make some Southern fried chicken. Now, I don't know if you ever lived with anyone who's ever given it a whirl. It's a lovely dish, but it does involve using every utensil and bowl in the house. And I just had a moment, you know, when you're walking down the hall and you're passing four curtain rails, there's curtain hoops everywhere. There's just boxes of stuff. You come into the kitchen. It's just Southern fried mayhem. And I just had this moment saying, this is too much. Like, this is just too much. 
I said, I'm going to backtrack here because I quite fancy a bit of this KFC. So then it's like, well, I won't bother with the dinner. So, but sure, oh, of course, I was having the dinner. So now what he was, was it like? The Southern Fried. Yeah. We have an air fryer. Now, I bought an air fryer. Do you have an air fryer? We do, yeah. My issue with the air fryer is it's huge. Takes up the whole workspace and can only do about two chicken breasts at the time. But it is lovely in the air fryer. Yeah, I mean, but it you does taste healthy. You can put them on top of each other. You can. But you see, Fred watched this video. Um, this American lady was talking, basically talking us through the air fryer recipe. So her top tip was not to do that. So now, now I don't know what kind of air frying degree this woman had. Because I had said to Fred, look, I know she said, I know the video had gotten 120 views. So we should believe her. But like, mm, maybe the woman was wrong. But we just can't. We can't deviate. This is what the air frying queen said. Just two. I, lo- I would love. To, I'd love to lovely. try that now. You see, we Very don't get much chicken. Do. We don't have much chicken in the house. You don't lot. have a lot of meat. We don't have a lot of meat now. Um, but I do love. Every so often, I'd get a hankering for a bit of fried chicken. I know, like it's yeah, it is great. Well, I'm not a massive meat eater, and Fred was doing it with chicken thighs, but now he's doing it with breasts, Mm. and I'm all about the breasts. Although, hilariously, Tracy Clifford today was talking about on the show things that you're embarrassed to order in shops or ask for in shops, and I don't know, was I think she was saying it, or maybe she was saying somebody had written in and said this that either she or a listener. Uh, we're embarrassed to ask for chicken breasts, which was a new one for me. There was one thing I used to be very embarrassed asking for a, a jambon. Do you remember the jambon? Speaking of speaking of IBS, do you remember you'd have your Nutella quadruple chocolate and your muffin and then your cappuccino yeah. and then your break, your Levenses would be a Coke and a jambon. That would be like my Levenses or whatever. Um, but I once I asked for a tampon, and that really put me off asking for a while. But I never, I never think chicken breasts that you'd be embarrassed asking for chicken breasts. But I mean, first of all, just say fill it anyway. But very peculiar. See, but I don't know whether I'm a good judge of this. So my, I don't know if it was my mom or my dad, but they used used to get this thing like if you if you wanted to get something in the shop, like say you had your little fucking bit of pocket money or whatever or anything like that it was always well you you go up there and pipe up and say it yourself to like oh, so they're responsible for the emma that we know and love yes so i did that with ella and i like do it with the boys and everything like if you want to if you want to know how much that oh, is that's go a great idea yeah that's a great I want idea them to be able to speak so i'm probably not a great judge like i will go into the <laughs> I'll go into the pharmacy and be like, um, just need something quite strong for the hemorrhoids, please. Like, if that's okay with you. Like, I just. Oh, yeah. You go in there. Like, constantly telling me to like. Yeah, not about, not about hemorrhoids, but like, uh, she'd be constantly telling me to like, just pipe it down a bit. Yeah. So you're vocal in a shop situation. I'm just kind of vocal. I'm, I've got this thing of like, um, <laughs> It's a problem when I'm meant to be loud, I'm quiet. And then when I'm meant to be quiet, I'm loud. So I'm always loud in libraries. I can't contain myself. I think something happens a lot of people. 
in a library. And this is what's making me nervous about her book club. I'm worried you're not going to take it seriously. No, I will. Laughing in a library. That's how it starts. No, but it's not, it's not even laughing in a library. It's just like my getting voice. Giddy. Not even getting giddy. Just my voice starts to like travel. Do you start the, I need a miracle. I need a miracle. It's, do you know what song was in my head today? Do you know if this happens to you? The last two days, because the weather's been so nice, every time I put on a leather jacket, yeah. you know what I'm going to say. Every time, do you do this as well? Every time you put on the leather jacket, you feel like Michelle Pfeiffer, Dangerous Minds, and you just have to oh, sing it. Jesus. Living in gangster's paradise. Every time I need to sing at least one bar of Gangsta's Paradise when I put on a leather jacket. It's been so long. I can't remember the last time I wore a leather jacket. To be Missing the most our loves. Oh, instantly felt like a tough mom when I threw it on. Do you know that kind of way? Like oh, yeah. it's off to the scrapyard in my leather oh. jacket with Ted in the back. So I'm rocking out that as eight-year-olds and then i did go to tree town park with the lovely yeah. pamela who has a great podcast called for all mum kind which is a very popular um mummy podcast oh are and you mixing in like celebrity circles now i mean uh, name drop but pamela's great and hilariously haven't been in tree town park for a long long time and i have we happened upon this list of names and like these two kind of bronze statues uh in the mm-hmm. middle of the park and I was like oh is this is this the famine memorial and oh she, my Pam was like no this is for the Rosa Tralee so the list of names was it was just like a list of all the previous roses but I just saw like bronze statues and a list of names and just saw famine dead like that's just instantly where my mind goes. And then she said the rose a tree. And I was like, well, it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Do you know what? We were only actually talking about it there the other day. I don't know why. But I was like, I can't actually believe the rose a tree is still going. I know. but I In think the format she, that it's in. Like. I know. It is quite antiquated in ways, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, I think... Look, nobody really knows what the Rosa Tralee is about, but I do know that anyone who's done it had the crack. And sure, isn't that the main thing? I know that, but like, what's the criteria? Well, you just have to be, you just have to be female and below a certain age. I think think that's the criteria. Sorry, what I mean is like, what's, what's the marking system? Sorry, that's what I actually want to ask. I mean, I suppose that's the big father Ted lovely girl joke in that Mm -hmm. nobody really knows. It's, it is genuinely just for a lovely girl. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's, yeah, no, I think it used to be worse. I was in the company of more than one person back in the day who would have filled out the Rosa Tralee form. And thank God now it has changed. But I know, well, I presume it has. But I can remember being in a company of two different people filling out the form. And the questions were mad. Like, have you ever, I mean, this was only the noughties, by the way. So it would have only been maybe, I don't know, it would have been just after college. So maybe 2006, 2007. Yeah. And the questions were like, have you ever been married have you ever had a child? Uh, do you have Do you have children? And then the next question: Have you ever had a child? Like just strange questioning. 
given the fact that it was like the noughties. But I mean, obviously things have changed since then and it's presumably a diff, you know, a different kind of setup and a different questionnaire now. I mean, all these questions, I don't know how they're pertinent to the competition, but I think it's still, like, I definitely would be sad to see it go, especially because it's so important to Tralee. And I do think the people who do it seem to really enjoy it. And it's lovely, especially for families. Like the, the guy who built the Rose Hotel in Trevino, his daughter passed away. She was a previous Rose in recent years, relatively recent years. So we built the Rose Hotel because they had such lovely memories of being in Tralee and her taking part in the competition. So it definitely seems to be something that brings families together as well. So of course on paper, it sounds ridiculous and it sounds really antiquated, but like, it's not a beauty contest. Okay, it's a bit of a lovely girl contest. Nobody really knows what the fuck the criteria is. But I kind of, I mean, maybe this is like really old fashioned to me, but I kind of like it. I, I don't want it to go away anytime soon. Would, would you like if they dispensed with it? Yeah. Would you? Okay, I would I would actually totally disagree. Well, not to, I mean not that it affects my I no, I tell you what I would like. I'd like if it wasn't on the television anymore. No. You see, I think Harry you know this could be maybe this is like I don't know, it could be a Kerry thing. I'd be really sad if it wasn't on the telly anymore. I think it's really important to a town like Chile. Well, what I would suggest is a different type of competition where it's something like, how about like volunteer of the year or something? Because that's essentially what it is. Emma, come on. Sorry, neither you or I are watching volunteer of the year. Exactly. No, I would be very sad if it wasn't on the telly. I think Dahi is amazing on it. I think he's the best host by far. And for a town like Tree, traditionally speaking, it was just, it had very little else going on. Like the Rose of Tree was where it was at. I'd be wow. so sad to see it go. Somebody's been out of Dublin for over a year. No, I have But like even... You're not coming back, are you? you know what? You're not coming think... back. Well, just somebody say it. did say to just somebody say did somebody did say to me this week, you need to start putting Ted's name down for schools. And then I came home to find Fred was Googling daft.e, he'd put in Leitrim. So God knows where we're gonna end up at this rate. No, I'd be very sad to see it go. Let's throw it up as a poll, Emma, on the up to 90. I think I I am going to Take a guess, and I'm going to say 82% of people will be happy to see it go. No, really? Yeah, that's my guess. I know. Look, I know. Just a guess. No, I'd say you're you're probably right, but I'm going to be in that 18%. Yeah, so look, the Rose of Tralee, they have their thingy. When I I say get rid of it, I'm saying like... like Revamp. Either revamp or just like take it off the telly, like carry on and do oh, it if you want. Do you not think it's a bit of crack on the telly, Emma? It's given us some great moments because it is because. And do you know what I like about the Rose? Yeah, tree? but it's a lovely, it's a lovely girls contest. It is. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's not. It's not a good thing, and nobody gets it. The criteria is just like what the hell's going on? But 
what I like about the roast tree is it acknowledges its own cheesiness. Like there's certain, you know what I mean? Like it the, does you know, and it you doesn't. Know? I mean, they're still all coming out in the Gooners. Still yeah. all coming out in the Gooners. For the whole thing, as far as I'm aware, they have to be in by a certain time. Uh, they can't no. be rocking Listen, around with a gets... vape. No, 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 the chaperones have all the crack. Well, I don't know. Look, they're running from what them I know, from well, from they're wearing these outfits that they would never wear. Okay, clippity cloppity shoes with the nice sensible skirt and all. Like, where are these women in their twenties wearing these get-ups? Well, I don't know that. Like, so a girl it's I know the same that did thing. It. It's she was travel, very much charity. Like, the, why? Gosh, I know. Gosh. Well, it is essentially. Has there any is... been any anyone in a wheelchair? No. No. I don't think so. No, but no. I, I, I'm thinking of a couple of girls I know who did it. And they both had a great time. And I don't think there was any question of them being in at a certain time. This would have been like the last three years now. Well, they couldn't, I'm sure that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be encouraged to be out on the lash. But I think they were all out. I mean, that's what I gathered from it, that they were all out on the lash all the time. Were they out in their own clothes? Or were they out in their, in their I rig outs? <laughs> I didn't with their bring them down and say, what were you wearing? Um, I don't know. I mean, look, if it was me, I'd be out in the sash. Uh, like, you would not. I'd be in the shower with that sash. You'd never. I'd be on the sash with the sash at all times. And don't get me wrong. Like, if I'd been moving in the right circles when I was at a certain age, I totally would have entered it. Now, probably not, to be honest. But if, like, a mate was entering, I was like, oh, yeah, defo. But I think... Listen, I, I admit that... it's ridiculous. Yeah, look, I admit that it's a bit of an... I'm a feminist, but I like the Rosa Trilly situation. I understand that it makes no sense whatsoever. It should be against everything I stand for. But what I like about it is... I think it's very important to the town of Tralee. There is a nice, I personally believe it acknowledges its own cheesiness. It has a sense of humour. It's given us great comedy moments. I think Dolly O'Shea is great doing it. I used to love, like back in the 90s when it used, you remember Dick Spring? The old Dick Spring, the 90s labour politician from Tremaine. Yes, his birthday. Like at least twice a week. At least twice a day. I just, Dick, I mean, what a man. But now, but but his birthday, his birthday, the King of Tremaine's birthday coincided with the Rose of Tremaine. And do you remember they used to get the tent to sing him Rose of Tremaine, they sing him happy birthday every year. And just those little moments, I'd just be so sad. Otherwise, how would we know we were back in school if we didn't have the Rose of Tree to tell us? That's how they decide the school calendar. That is how the academic calendar is decided. Okay, but let me ask you this. Do you think Callergas Housewife of the Year should be brought back? Because it's funny. It's just a bit of crack. People enjoy it. I don't think housewife of the year, but what about house partner of the year? Would like if people are up for it and it's a bit of crack, why not? Because also, I will say, people but do you work not think the, the Rose of Trilly, Do you not think the Rose of Trilly then in that in that instance, do you not think the Rose of Trilly should be open to men and women? 
I think um, what I would like to see when it comes to the Rosa Trevee, I think there's nothing wrong with having a competition that is solely female. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think that there needs to be more diversity within that, for sure. So, for example, I'm just throwing out there, I don't know, for example, has there been a transgender rose? Like, if not, there should be at this point, surely. So I think there is nothing wrong with keeping it female, uh, but we definitely need a lot more diversity for sure within that group. But say now the housewife, the Canner Gas housewife of the year, and of course we're all following reading in the weird, weird on Instagram, and they didn't that one they they rolled that out the last week and hilarious. I mean to think this is the early nineties, you would expect this is happening in the sixties, but it was mm. just insane. But in saying that, I do think, again, if the tongue is firmly in, cheek, in the cheek, if like these things can be done well. Like, you can play with nostalgia, be a bit more playful with it. Like, say now, people who work within the home, like, they might not get an opportunity to be out there and have the crack and, you know... I suppose that their work maybe isn't acknowledged by society. So you could have like housewife, house husband, whoever's in the gaff, looking after the gaff. It's all a bit of crack. It's a laugh. I think there is a way actually to roll that back out. And I'm pitching it to D Forbes right now. Okay. Well, I'll ask you one final question on the topic. It's just one a yes, a simple yes or no. Are you on the committee for Rose of Tralee? Uh, no, they wouldn't have me on the committee. Absolutely no way. And look, I could why, totally you, why didn't you ever enter it? I wasn't Rose of Tralee material. With my many, many mental health problems and nervous breakdowns, I would have been up there on the stage saying, shout out to the Rhea squad. <laughs> like, no. It would have been a flat line. Absolutely not. No way. And of course, I acknowledge my own hypocrisy, guys, because I know people are going to listen to this and be very disappointed that I don't want the Rose Tree to go. I don't think anybody will listen to this. But I, and and be I know. Shocked or disappointed? <laughs> I know. I know I'm shocking the fans. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what fans? But no, I do stand by my feeling which is that I think it's of course it makes no sense that I feel this way but I'd be very sad if the Rosa Tralee went and I do think bring back house house partner of the year that is a show that I would watch because our next episode of Trapped with Fred and Judy do you know what we're talking about cleaning and already it's been so no but it's been so heated it has been so like this house partner of the year like give people a voice give them the opportunity to say do you know what if you want the fucking porridge bowl cleaned you have to rinse it before you put in the dishwasher give these people a voice they do say that like about um you know the majority of disagreements between couples it's cleaning and uh, money that's oh it. yeah well we never it. we never fight about money because uh well i mean i wouldn't say fight but every now and again when fred does something for up to 90 he says maybe i could get some of that sweet sweet patreon <laughs> and i just kind of laugh my way into the other room 
Uh, yeah, I mean, probably if we had more money, we might fight about it. But the, the cleaning would be... Would you guys fight about now the cleaning, Emma? You and Shane? Um, no, we wouldn't fight about cleaning, but, like, we would have... may have had arguments in the past about it, but I think, like, everyone's uh, roles are clearly defined. If okay, kind of way. yeah, it takes some time. So, yeah, it kind of is... It's It's... Well, I don't know how it is for other people, but it's not like we said, like, you you do this side of stuff and I'll do this side of stuff. It, it just um, developed it over time. Yeah, yeah it does. It does but I would have got a bit of rage clean on and kind of like, you know, poo-poo to people if I was up at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning hoovering the gaff. Like, why aren't you on board? Or like, you know, this kind of thing, like if you are on a clean buzz, if you like, you know, <laughs> You decide to jump up in the middle of a marathon run of come down with me at the weekend and you decide to start thundering around the gaff cleaning. It doesn't mean that the other person has to now get on your buzz. Yeah, it is. And that goes how, both ways. Yeah. Then sometimes Shane will get a buzz about something. And I'm like, mm, I like it. Yeah. Well, no, not. you're right. Well, I mean, there's no look, let's face it. Nothing has changed. It's just that you have suddenly decided now is the time when yes. it's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. But it's just over. It's just over. Uh, it's over time, I suppose. My my new response to Fred when we get into these little tips, and you know yourself, it's always just late at night and we're both tired, and then within minutes we're laughing again, and it's grand. You mm. know, it's never it's never a bad fight, but like we have these little tips about the gap, and I did mention, which is so bad because like the Dalai Lama says, you can't bring up arguments, previous arguments, otherwise you're never going to move forward. But just, we it was all a bit playful. We're having a bit of a lull. And then I said, well, you know, every now and again, I think back to the state of the gap when I brought Ted back that day from the hospital. <laughs> just makes me really sad. And then he said, well, let me tell you something. This house was dirtier when you left it than when you came home. And my new response is, wow. Wow. It's a bad one. Wow. It'll get better, though, as Ted gets older because... Um, he'll create more mess than the both is anyway. So you, that'll yeah, and I that's think, what'll happen. I think that's I. Do you know? I think that could be a major part of it. That there's a, there's, you know, we're only what I don't know what is it forty percent of the mess creators. Oh, interesting now, statistic. There's Tommy and Joe and Ella doing their well, own mess as well I so. think I think what might be an idea is I know when I was a child and I might get Santi involved in this one because when I was a child Santi get him cleverly well Santi cleverly bought me one year he bought me a brush and dustpan now I'd love to say this was a toy version but it was an actual brush and a dustpan it's actually very clever when you think about it so Santi got me involved from a young age so hopefully maybe Santi might do that for Ted. Be handy one, wouldn't it? And mm-hmm. the last thing, the last thing I'll say, the funny thing about me thinking the famine memorial was, uh, or the rose tree <laughs> thing was a famine memorial. I was saying to Pam, why? It's God, I didn't really know so many women died. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know. Anyway. Honestly, I'm only winding you up. I couldn't give a shit whether it continues or not. Uh, look, it's content, Emma. It's content. It's content. Um, I'll just I wouldn't shed any tears anyway. Oh, I, I'd be very sad. 
I think it's it is it is actually very ageist competition and the people who I feel sorry for in that big fucking fuck off tent with no ventilation or fucking airflow is the menopausal mothers because many a time I've seen a mother in that audience who is sweating fucking buckets yeah just needs a bit of air and that's when the camera pans to her and yeah you're right it's not the oil of Eule is melting down her fucking face Um, and you're like Jesus Christ that was mammy's moment that was Mammy's. It's so pleasing. And I wouldn't Why mind... would I not allow Ella to enter the rose tree? I would not allow it. Would you not? I wouldn't give a, I wouldn't give a shite. Oh, yeah, no, I can't imagine you would. No, and I do feel bad for the moms as well, because invariably they, you know, it's like the, the girls are like, I just, I just want to say this is for my dad. He's the best. And it's all about the dad. That's what I find. And then someone says, I'm going to read this poem and it's about migration. It's called Digging by Shane Messini. You're like, it's not about emigration. <laughs> the moms only get a mention if they're dead. Yeah. And yeah. And you can That's generally what it should be tell. Called. The ma gets a mention if she's dead. Yeah. Well, and you can tell from Tahi fairly early on, like he's signposting, you know, he's like, get ready, get ready, you know. And of course, you've had a lot of loss. And that is sadness. You haven't had, an easy, you saying, haven't had an easy time with though. The thing is there, I think if, if you don't have a dad, you're not allowed to enter. But if your mother has died and your father is on his own, part of the deal is that your father will have a wife 15 years younger than him, preferably by the end of the festival. That is the deal. So that's why a lot of people sign up for it whose mothers have died. I think that, you know, and I think that is part of it. I think you're spot on. Yeah. And then all the moms are left there sweating to bits with the hot flushes. It's a man's it's, world. It's not right. But, but it's, it's okay. okay. I'm going to make it anyway. So listen, I Don't have you a story. Yeah. Save your hookies. <laughs> Don't you dare. Oh, stop. Do you remember when she was on the X Factor and she was so bad on the drugs with me? Do you remember that? I was so awful. And Dermot asked her, do you have any advice for the contestants? And it was like, please don't converse with Whitney because she's clearly not Mm. in a good space. And she was like, "Okay, I'm going to tell you to practice, practice, practice. And I often think about that. Like it was just like she was going to break into fame or something. I wish you hadn't pushed her for advice. Poor old Whitney. Um, old and do you know what song came on the other day, actually, at the, at the risk of bringing the brand completely down? But uh, <laughs> that song I used to, what brand? Says it, what brand? We just spent an episode talking about the Rose Tree, which how, when is it happening? In fucking eight months time or something? Uh, <laughs> Let's keep it hashtag relevant. Keeping it current. Keeping it current. Hot topics. Oh, uh, so hot. Burning my hand. Hot, hot. Uh, what was on, I banging on? Oh, yeah. The sound that came on was um, oh, such a sound. Makushla, was it? No. <laughs> the Rare Old Times. Your love is my hate that song. But you know what's very upsetting about it now is poor old Bobby coming in saying, Same Mommy. Yeah. No, that is sad, but I hate oh. that song. It's my least favourite Whitney song. 
I had to put my leather jacket on just to just to keep it together. Come on, Jeannie. And then I went straight into Gangsta's Paradise immediately. Okay. Um, so a man, Emma, a man. Mm. Have you I'm heard of them? All, a man. Interested already. You're 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 inter- into it already. Yeah. A man wanted by police handed him itself in so he wouldn't have to spend more time in lockdown with the op- people he lived with. Officers said the man was wanted for recall to prison, but gave himself up at Burgess Hill Police Station on Wednesday afternoon to get some, quote, peace and quiet. Inspector Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget from Sussex Police. Now, that's one you wouldn't want to be going into a Sussex shop asking for some chicken press and a jambon. I mean, there'd be a lot that could go wrong with that sentence. He went on his use, so he went and explained the unusual turn of events in a post on Twitter. He said, peace and quiet. Wanted male handed himself into the team yesterday afternoon after informing us he would rather go back to prison than have to spend more time with people he was living with. One in custody and heading back to prison to serve further time on his own. A study released in October found that more than half the population, 53%, said, which I think we'd agree, Emma, is more mm. than half. Yeah. Said that they had felt angry with other people they know because of their behavior in relation to the pandemic. And, uh, oh yeah, and then uh, according to the research by King's College London, nearly a quarter of people reported having argued with friends or family about their actions amid COVID restrictions, with one in 12 no longer speaking to a friend or relative because of disagreements which seems a little low. One in 12, no longer speaking to a friend or relative. Jesus, sure, my friends and family are dropping like flies at this stage. But sure, like in it's, 12. It's been, you know, it's been a year. Like, let's be honest. How many people are you going to fucking blacklist out of your life in a year? Yeah, I mean, one a month, really. It's one a month. One, at least one a month gone. Uh, I mean, that's one good thing about this pandemic. We're losing a lot of dead weight here. Let's mm. face it. It's like, Some take the- me out. Boo, 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 boo. Actually, shout out to my friend Catherine, who did appear and take me out and was picked, which is kind of my claim to fame that my mate was picked. Uh, she was amazing picked. Pins. Does, amazing pins. Does she not get to choose? Is that not the whole no, dealio? Because was it? she was at the podium. And then your man was there on his little, he was spinning around, move out of my way. And then he picked her. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought for a second that it was only the girls that picked, but they mixed it up, didn't they? Do you? Yeah. So look, I think we're all empathizing with your man wanting to be in prison. And actually, funnily enough, I did Catherine Nevin this week on Crime Land. And Mm -hmm. hilariously, because she obviously was in Joker's like the the women's wing who did that with you joanne joanne's oh yeah for me but catherine hilariously speaking of prison she never applied to go on parole which i think both myself and joanne agreed that's like a five-star yelp review for doka's prison isn't it but you don't even Mm. apply to go on parole it's that good I thought it was just a given that if you ended up in prison, you'd apply. I know. She chose not to. 
which is strange. But yeah, look, I mean, I don't know, like maybe it's that kind of vibe, but your man chose to go to prison rather than spend more time with his family, which I think we're all feeling that these days, aren't we? Yeah, like basically my whole uh, weekend is, this is it. So on a Friday I have drinks and I've got a new crisp so now I'll still go back to them now I had the Manhattan ones you know in the black bag oh wow cheese and onion sensational proper pulp crisps (laughs) oh yeah get the big pack of them so I still like them and I still might even get them this weekend but the new one uh is giant watsits so I've done a bit of research into this okay so I wanted Cheetos Cheetos up until relatively recently, were kind of hard to find in Ireland. Okay, only had them in a few shops. You know what? You did reference a Cheeto the other day, and I was like, who does this bitch think she is with her imports? So now Tesco have the Cheetos, happy days, but we did a test between Watsits, Cheesy Watsits, and Cheetos. Oh, I love Cheesy Watsits. We did a blind taste test. So what turned out was surprisingly the watsits packed a better flavor but also they were a denser crisp so the cheeto was more akin to a chickadee a bit kind of a melt in your mouth the watsit holds it firm the giant watsit i'm talking at least minimum three bites for a giant watsit it's like a fucking baguette. It's like a is fucking it, baguette. Is it like one of Frank Cook's potato croquettes? <laughs> Did you see those? <laughs> That's what it's like. And then on a Saturday... It's like a Swiss roll, but it's a yeah. potato croquette. Okay. And then on a Saturday, um, I get takeaway. And at the moment, I've been using a new Chinese. And I'm going to be fucking honest with you here. I've been getting the munchie box. Wow. And that's my life now. My I love the way. And my drink and my food. That's I all love I need. the way we start this podcast talking about cheese. Do you remember when we were on the cappuccinos <laughs> and the chocolate muffin? And they were like, we're on the bunchy boxes and the giant boxes. That's and it. potato so- croquettes the size of Swiss rolls. Thank God we cocked ourselves on. But that's my, I'm none of your picky bits. That's all I need and all during the week I exercise I go for my walks I'm quite healthy eat my porridge eat my fucking yogurt eat all that shit and I enjoy it but that's what I'm having at the weekend and that's what's keeping me alive what are you having at the weekends tell me that is actually I think you know what you're living the dream would you have here's the question before I get Mm. to what I eat at the weekend would you have chocolate every day No, it wouldn't be um, it wouldn't be necessary, but what I would do is you know Tony's ch- chocolate, it's like ethical Love it. Yeah. chocolate. I have a big bar of that and after my dinner I might have a little square of that with a cup of tea. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't I wouldn't need a chocolate every day now to keep me going. Okay. You see I'm having chocolate every day at the moment and I'm finding it's get just I feel like I need to come up with a new snack yeah but it's like, just getting too much 
And what oh, you having? Like? I'm having a bit. I'm having a bit. I had three of the chocolate mini rolls today. Now they were great, but they're two more. At the weekend, mm, what I'm eating, there's a new takeaway this mm. side of the hill in Castle Gregory called yeah. CK's. Very nice, lovely chips, delicious veggie burger. Is it chipper um, like or what? Are it's we a nice chipper. Yeah, mm. it's a lovely chipper. And I get that probably I'd say every second weekend. My favorite takeaway has to be the fish box in Dingle. Love an old fish box. And you get I've two. Heard you saying this, yeah. You get your cod and chips and you get your two, like two full cod. In the, it's just insane. It's just so good. Absolutely delicious. Love a fish box. But I mean, other than that, like the options, I have to say the one downside to living where we're living there's no Indian, which I love. And you know what mm. I'm really missing is a Thai. A Thai is a oh, great takeaway. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is a great, yeah, because I'm a big fan of oh, El Camille. Really, but you know yeah, what I did? Really, oh really missing it. Judy, do you know what I did last weekend? And I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. So I decided to do something different and I got a small spice bag. Can't believe I did this. No, listen, it doesn't stop there. I got a small spice bag and a three in one. (laughs) And Shay was just like, I was just like, when it arrived, like, don't get me wrong, it was lovely and all the rest, but like, when it arrived, I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? And Shay was like, She just spent the whole, basically the whole weekend going, would you like some potatoes with your potatoes or like. That is so funny. Says the man who has multiple burgers, but I was like. Is this from your new, is this from your new Chinese? This is from a new Chinese in Churchtown. I can't remember what it's called. Because. Have you changed? So is this official now? You've changed. I've changed. It is official. And you know what the problem was? Do you know what the problem was? I don't know where I talked about this. Maybe actually, maybe some, I had like an Instagram story of like Ella coming out of there or something. I can't remember what it was. And I was completely dedicated to this place, right? And somebody sent me a message and said, fucking reheat everything, load of shite. And I was like, you want that? Fuck off, fuck off, right? Cut to a few weeks ago, right? I ordered from them this I shit you not right I shit you not and the place is like now there's a good few set of traffic lights but you know probably uh between 10 yeah about 10 minutes in the car right I ordered the spice bag at 20 past five and it arrived at the door at half five and I was just like, oh, there's no, no fucking no. way. And now I edit. Of hashtag, course you edit. Hashtag it's chocolate muffins and bottle of coke. It is, it's a spice bag delivered to your door. Of course, yeah, you have a but, beating heart. Of course you edit. But that, that put me off. I was well, like, you know what? that was whack. Yeah. That was the last up. time. The last I'm, time I... I'll be heating up the spice bags. Nobody else. So I'm sure they all do it anyway. But I was just like, no. But at least pretend, guys, because the last well, time I got a Chinese, the block. yeah, the, the last the block. time, the last a spice time I got a... bag, not a chamein or anything. Like you can't, like you can't be whacking chips. 
you can't be whacking Chinese chips in a microwave. I think worse is happening. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I don't think that's my main gripe. Yeah, is that they're Julie, microwaving there's a global pandemic, but we'll be damned if we're no, going to start I'm microwaving Chinese within, chips. Within the takeaway industry, I think microwaving the chips is fairly low down the scale. But no, I do agree. Drive around the block, a bit of pretense is needed because even the last time I got a Chinese with my dad, the same thing. It was just a bit, it was a bit too quick. Oh, but this is this. I'm not messing with you. I'm this was like 10 minutes door to door. Well, I did the last Chinese I got was in Tiernary, um, on Green Street. And yeah, miss um, like really, you know, I really miss the Chinese chips. There's something about a chip, a chip from a Chinese, yeah. Just oh, like so a chipper, unique. like a chipper chip is amazing, but then every so often you you get a, a chip from a Chinese and you're like, ah, yeah, here I am. Yeah. Here's my old friend. This is me. Hello. <laughs> Hello, darkness, yeah. my old friend. <laughs> um, I think the Chinese is called Sun, Sun Kisht. It's K-I-S-T. What's oh, that one? It's like home? a Connemara Chinese. Sun I think so. it's, in, it's in church town Sun-kisht. anyway. So. This is the new one. And don't you be cutting out loads of fucking stuff you said. So I was saying like some mentor who's banging on to himself. No, I think we do need, if we ever hit the big books, we do need an independent editor because I do cut out loads of stuff I say, not because I want Emma to sound like a nut. Like Emma suddenly, like out of nowhere, starts (laughs) talking about the the Rose of Trevay. And I talk about a guy who is volunteering to go to prison rather than spend time with his family. Like, not not to paint you as a complete nut job. It's more so that I can stand listening to myself talk. So I just think this is so, like, I have to stop talking. So I just cut myself. So we do need, if we ever hit the big time, we're going to get an independent editor because I just Look, constantly cut myself. I mean, forget I even, about the I big even, time. Even Let's the big, just enjoy this. Forget this about the moment. Big time. The big time's done. It's done. We're nearly fucking right. 40. <laughs> like, come on. Sorry uh, to break it to you. Big time is fucking done. It's not happening. I still, I still hold out hope that we'll get a sponsor. <laughs> I'm like any day now. Actually, uh, and what note, then? What then? You'd be like, oh Jesus, we have to do the fucking thing for the sponsor now. Come here. Yes. On that note, the people who have gotten involved in the podcast, we have 19 deleted pledges since. Yeah, you know, they're dropping like flies, Emma, since the 2nd of that, February. Oh, but that's the start of the month, isn't it? Yeah. They all come so back then. We have a day. They usually do, don't they? They do come back. Better. They do Looking come better. back. I like to believe everyone's like me and they've just lost their ATM cards and it's been rejected. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We have Davina, we have Adele, we have Claire, we have Bernie, we have Anne. Thanks so much for getting involved. You're very kind. We really appreciate it. If you do want to support the podcast, as you might have gathered by now, we get no money for the money that is given to us by the patrons. We really appreciate it. And you can support us at Patreon and the link is in the show notes. Let's have a look now. Oh, yeah. 
There's a few gone there, isn't there? There's a few that have bit the dust. I actually haven't checked the monetary amount of late. Has the monetary amount gone down a lot? Oh, it has. I think, though, it's fine because I think this very relevant current discussion about the hot topic that is Rosa Chalet is going to bring people back. Oh, and eating chocolate. Jesus. We need to start reading up on some current affairs, Emma. God, that's gone way down. Yeah, but it's the 2nd of March. Always goes down at the start of the month. It and does. Then it goes it back up. Thank you for talking me out of a panic attack there. God, that's thank the you for talking me down. I haven't had one of those for a long, long time. But I might have one, one of these days. I haven't had one for a while. I think we're due one. If you fancy a bit of a rest. Bye, Emma. Bye. Love you. Love you. God bless. Patrons. 